Welcome to Her Wholeness Podcast. We're your hosts, Bridget Myland and Courtney Safor. Her Wholeness is all about the pursuit of becoming our healthiest selves in all domains of our life. We're on a mission to encourage and cultivate lives of freedom, purpose, rest, service, and sustained joy. We really hope you enjoy today's episode. Welcome to another episode of Her Wholeness. We are continuing right along in our series of networking and community building. If you are following in sequential order here, we've talked a little bit about why all of these things are important. We talked specifically about networking, the why behind it, and how to do it. We're right smack dab here in the middle with community building. The last week's episode was on the why should we community build? Um, why is that an important thing to us and our mental health? Um, broke this one down into two episodes because it was very full. So if you haven't already checked out the why it's important, you might want to do that first. But if not, come right alongside us today. We are going to be talking about the how to community build. So really getting into the nitty gritty of great. We talked about why it's important, why it's something that is very, very beneficial to our mental health. So now how do we do it? Right. And so Bridget is once again going to be our guide through this. So thank you, Bridget, for your expertise and all the research that you've had to absorb in order to deliver it in such a beautiful way. So I'm excited to listen and also expand upon a couple of these topics. So yeah, let's get started. I made a little bit of an algorithm for this. It's kind of like taking something that you don't really think about a how-to for and kind of creating some structure around it. So that's a really good so point. I, that's a really good point because this is something we talked about last week as far as like when it comes to community building, it is something that we just kind of intrinsically already know how to do. So we don't put a lot of like conscious effort toward it. We're not putting a lot of intention behind community building. So what we're mm-hmm. definitely in support of now is recognizing why it's important and really putting that intention behind it. So good point. Absolutely. And I think that segues really well into the first bullet point, which is that community building starts with you. When Courtney and I were chatting about this before we started recording, that's kind of how she summed up this first thing was it starts with you. And I think that is so well said. It starts with you, meaning how much effort you want to put into community building, you have to decide that. How much investment you want to make, whether that's a financial investment or an energy investment or a time investment, that also starts with you. So I think that's the first thing is just the the effort, the investment. What is your part in community building, recognizing that? Yeah. So really that mindset. And also, like you said, just taking that look in and deciding for yourself, like, is this something that, you know, I listened to the last episode and I'm all in, (laughs) I'm ready to really expand my community. This is something that's really going to be important to me. I'm going to put a lot of effort into this, or is it something that you're like, "Eh, I feel like I actually naturally do this just really well. And so maybe I'll just take a couple of tidbits here and there and try to expand. So it definitely needs to start with you and identifying where you want to go with this. Hmm. So the next step then is what do you want to invest in? So this next bullet point is a research phase where you need to get to know either your local communities or online communities and interests that you have, uh, local businesses, maybe events that are occurring, whether they're 
a local event or a meetup group or a class or maybe it's someone you follow and they're having a conference or, I mean, this could be so, 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 so many things, but really looking at what your interests are and then what's available. What are my interests? What's available? And what, what are things that I want to invest in? Where might people that I want to build community with, where might they be hanging out? After you've done that recon and research of <laughs> what feels postured to you, like what feels what feels good for the, the things that you want, I guess once you've made a decision about where you want to invest uh, or th some things have piqued your interest, maybe the next step is then you attend those things. You attend the events, you insert yourself in conversations, you maybe join an online group that are like-minded people or people that maybe have the same interest. Um, gosh, there are just so many different like affinity groups and interest-based, uh, theological based, like whatever you're interested in, there's probably a, a space for you to, to build community in. Um, You've identified those resources, this bullet point or this phase is basically making real connections within those resources that you found. Yep. Yep. Doing it. Mm -hmm. Not just researching, not just, which, which this is something that I love. I love to research things. And I know that there are other people like me in this world where I love to do the research, but then actually executing the plan can feel really scary. <laughs> so like, this is where you actually like, you know, you're not just doing the experiment. You're actually like putting your feet in the water. And then the next bullet point then. So remember, we're thinking about building community. So we're finding things that exist and then we're inviting other people to join us. And I guess it doesn't have to already exist. It could be something that you're you're wanting to start or or whatever that looks like. But you're just inviting other people that are in maybe your inner circle, maybe your larger social social circles, and you're just inviting them to attend with you, inviting them into the community of like interests. Mm -hmm. I just see this kind of as that phase where you've made those connections with those people, but maybe you're still kind of identifying some gaps, right? There are some areas that you feel like you could do a better job in expanding upon. And so this is when you now take that work that you've done and expand upon it, right? You've identified those gaps, you know, there's things that are missing. So how, how do you fill those gaps? It's answering that question. Mm -hmm. Yes, 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 yes. I think about different things that I'm interested in. And I have certain friends, like if I think about uh, well, for our event, for example, the event that Courtney and I are hosting. So it's for women that are passionate about wellness. So I have some people in my social circle that that fits very, very well into their need. Wellness, mental health, physical health, like balancing it all. That's very much in their interest and that fits really well. And then I have other people that it's really not that much of an interest. And so you have to kind of look at the people that are in your network and figure out who to, who to invite to come alongside you and, and whatever that looks like. Yeah. And that's how it 
also expands, like you're saying too, because you'll, you'll reach out to those particular people that have those strengths in their wheelhouse because they're passionate about them. And more likely than not, those people that you're reaching out to have other people that they know will help fill some of those gaps that you're trying to fill as well. So the beautiful yep. part about that networking piece and how you really build that strong community. Totally. And I already mentioned it, but if there's an interest that you have and you don't see a group for it or a path for it or a space for for community to be built or that's already with an existing infrastructure, you might have to create it. And uh, it might be a group. It might be an event. It might be, I don't know, maybe you're really into mountain biking and you don't have a community locally of other, of other people to go mountain biking with. And you really want that. And that you feel like it's missing from your life. It might mean that you're supposed to, create that. So I just kind of want, <laughs> that's kind of like an encouragement bullet. Yeah, but like, that was the butt pat. <laughs> yes. That's totally the butt pat. Like go get them. That's, that's for you to build. Yeah. Yep. I love that little inspiring notion there. And then the last thing that I just kind of want to tie up is that is also really a kind of a mindset state of being is being welcoming and having a posture of kindness. Mm-hmm. Yes. That goes a long way, right? Like no one wants to come alongside you if you're mm-hmm. a turd. Yep. 100%. <laughs> <laughs> and that's what I'm imagining too. This actually is probably a roadblock for some people and you may or may not notice, right? So this goes back to our many discussions about blind spot. How are you presenting yourself when you are going to these events or you are trying to meet new people? How are you engaging in conversation? Are you actually listening to what other people want? Or are you just there hounding them with how you want to fill these gaps in your community? And again, you're not able to identify those gaps unless you have those people within your general community who are going to hold you accountable and help you identify blind spots. So certainly ask for them too. Like I I really want to come with an open heart to this event. I really want to show people what I'm about, what I want in my community. Will you come with me, my accountability friend? So that they can, again, mm-hmm. I mean, not only support you while you're there, but also help you identify some of those blind spots and how you're presenting. Because you might think that you're showing up with this posture of kindness, but you're scowling at everybody the entire time. You might just not notice that you're scowling at everybody. So that's a great, great point. And really could be a a huge hurdle if you're not aware of how you are presenting. Totally. And it could be also presenting in words. I mean, it's so much of our life, our social life is online now and is, you know, how, how you're typing things out, how you're responding to people's photos, how, like, I, (laughs) this is a strange example, but (laughs) I'm in some mom's groups, like some mom's Facebook groups. And there are some mean moms on the Facebook group. And it makes me hope that I never meet these people in real life. Mm -hmm. And you don't want to be that person. It's sad. Well, and that's the thing too, because I do honestly and truly think a lot of times those people aren't necessarily being malicious, but there's something about their tone in their text. There's something about their Mm -hmm. voice in that text that we interpret one way that very well could not be what they meant, but that's how they come across every time. Yep. 
no, you're not very caring. You come across very harsh or you come across like, yes, you think you're just being honest, but you're being brutally honest. <laughs> and that's not really necessary when there's people you don't know. Yes, 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 yes. So would it be fair to go through this in a, like a recap of what I, I love okay, it. What I heard. Yeah, I think we should. <laughs> Your, your recaps are really good. Yeah, I really, well, really enjoy your recaps. Content, you see? <laughs> okay, so what I understood was basically we were starting off in the phase of mindset, getting your head right, determining what effort you're going to put into this. So it's all about your mind and where you're at. Then we move into the research phase, as you called it, where we're researching resources and we're like tying that to what we want our community to look like. So mm -hmm. how, how, how do they all connect? And then you're really committing to growing your community by starting to attend different things. And I see this really as like that point where we're, we're strengthening those roots, right? Like we've kind of sprouted them a little bit, but this is the point where we're really, we're digging in and we mm -hmm. further dig in when we're like, okay, now we're here, we see what's going on. But there's still some gaps. There's still some areas I want to expand upon. I'm passionate about X, Y, and Z, and I haven't seen enough growth there. So that's what I really want to hone in on. That's what I want to focus on. I want to move that piece forward. I'm going to expand upon there. All the while coming into that next phase of like, okay, we're doing that work. I'm seeing this growth, but I need to really, again, take that stop and think about, really reflect on how am I coming across to people? How am I presenting myself? Is that my goal? Is that something that I need to change? And then kind of reworking the system from there and then continuing to just kind of push forward and grow and see what happens with that growth. Where do you want to take that growth once you start to see those new mm -hmm. plants <laughs> surfacing? surfacing? Plants can be used as an analogy for so, so many I things. I just love I it. I just see like these little buds. <laughs> So side note, just this week, I was reading some good stuff about broccoli microgreens and, you know, just the different, there are so many words that I can't pronounce. I'm working on it, but the just different beneficial reasons why ingesting broccoli sprouts daily, really any microgreens, but specifically broccoli sprouts um, is good for your health. And so my mom got some broccoli seeds not too long ago and she had given them to me and I'm like, yeah, yeah, when I have time, when I have time, when I have time. And then all of a sudden it was like the universe telling me I need to do this because I saw like all yeah. these random broccoli sprout things, which like, mm -hmm. okay, was that big brother listening on the phone <laughs> or was it, you know, actually the universe anyway. <laughs> So I'm like, oh yeah, I already have these. There's no excuse. Like she even gave me the jar with the sprouting top on it. Like I'm ready to go. So literally I was like, okay, I'm going to do this. So it was, it's about two tablespoons of broccoli seeds, right? In a mason jar. All you have to do is literally like soak them for like nine hours or something. And then the next three ish, four or five days, you just rinse them a couple of times a day and let the water drain out. And sure enough, like they are just going to start sprouting and before my very eyes, I'm like, oh my gosh, there's all these little greens in here. I like, it was for somebody who's not a great gardener, me, hundred percent. Oh yeah, me too. Maybe I am because I really love plants and all the things. I'm not, I'm not, I've tried. I think it's like time management. I don't know, whatever. I'm not a great gardener. Mm -hmm. So just the fact that I was able to like grow these microgreens, right? These little sprouts. 
That is so cool. Not only did I feel successful, right? But then I'm like, oh yeah, look at all of these nutrients that I'm getting. So when it comes to like this visualization of growth Mm -hmm. and sprouting and watching these little things like these seeds mature into actual things that I can eat and that are good for my body. I'm just totally seeing this within the community building when we're talking about the roots and growing and growth and then like the investment, making the decision. And Mm -hmm. I got to that point, right? Where I did all of that work. I did my research. (laughs) I committed to it. (laughs) I then filled the gaps, right? I looked at this and was like, okay, I'm able to do this. What am I going to do next? <laughs> How am I going to expand upon yeah. this, right? And then I'm like, okay, now I'm in a place where I'm like, okay, I've done this. This is now part of my identity. <laughs> I am a microgreens gardener. <laughs> well, I feel like you're inviting me and all of our listeners yes. along yes. too. Now you're inviting us into mm-hmm. Welcome to my broccoli microgreens. <laughs> okay, that might have been a little bit much for broccoli sprouts, but I'm very proud. <laughs> Mm, and I just, I've never just so much healthier. I could tell. Oh. oh my goodness. Well, I don't know what else we could possibly add after that. <laughs> so, so also, yes, I know what we'll also put in the show notes is maybe some guard. I'm just kidding. <laughs> I was going to say tips and tricks to broccoli sprout growing. If you're not a good gardener, oh, go I'm telling you, this is my confidence booster to you. You can grow microgreens. <laughs> I think we might need to see some pictures of this on our Instagram account. Ooh, okay. All right. If you know, you know. Yeah. We love you all so much. Thank you for <laughs> listening along. Have an awesome week. And next week, we are going to be expanding on the next topic, which is our final piece of this series. Yeah. Mm-hmm. Listen to learn more. Bye. <laughs> Bye. If you thought today's podcast was helpful, we would love for you to share it with a friend or write us a review. Thanks for listening.